Welcome back to the podcast, all you Wave On fans, water lovers out there. I'm Misty, your host here in Sylvan Lake, Michigan. With the Wave On podcast, I this episode I've got Aqua Ohm Cami in the house doing her freedom tour. And she made a pit stop here in Michigan to um, reflect on the summer, evolve paddleboards, all the things, sup life. Uh, basically, you know, two leaders... Um, trying to maintain that leader to leadership for more newbies that want to get outside and try something new a uh, little bit of a reflection so this was this was a great piece I loved the I love this podcast uh, we laughed a lot and uh, talked about anything and everything uh, if you're a paddleboarder in within the community you may have gotten a shot out who knows got to tune in and uh, Luna moon com for the calendar November 14th and December 19th, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, downtown Rochester, indoor SUP workshop. Last time we broke down a lot of technique. If you've been coming out on the water, this will be super valuable for you to be right directly in front of me, and I get to hone in on your skills. So um, anyway, uh, use the app as well. Retail's available on the app. Be working on the website shortly and a lot of things going on behind the scenes. I'm making this a quick intro for Cammy because she is not about a lot of intro. So she I'm gonna give her something here to listen to. Let's dive into this podcast, episode 41. Ah, welcome in to the Wave On podcast uh recording studios here. And I've got Cammy with me. Aqua Ohm from PA in the house. <laughs> now you'll have to say PACA. Now that I'm gonna, yeah, I'm bi coastal. You're, cha- you're here. Take your mic a little closer to you. So yeah, you're on the road. Yes. You're, yeah, and you're you're on a mission basically. I'm, I'm on a mission to enjoy freedom and life. That's what I've decided. Last year, like a theme just kind of evolved on its own at the yeah. beginning of my trip and right before my trip and like the first two days of this trip, I keep seeing the word freedom. Really? Like it keeps coming to my mind and I can, I am free, like free from house bills, utilities, mortgage stuff. Like, yeah. so for the next seven months I'm free. So freedom's my theme this year. So no address, no address, no address. Nice. My parents address. Yeah. <laughs> so they have to like ship me my stuff once a month. And they're probably like, oh, we got your junk mail again. Yeah, they're like, so we're taking care of your 800 plants. We're sending you your mail once a month. This freedom trip is, is not so much freedom for us, Cammy. <laughs> we have all the shit you don't want in our house. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. That's hilarious. Thank God for parents. Yes, <laughs> that's right. That's true. So, you, yeah, you just like, bye, yeah. left them in the dust. Yeah. And and you're you're traveling on. You're you're here in Michigan. What do you think of Michigan? I love it. Yeah, I do love it. Yeah, I, I love those black squirrels. I mean, that's that's why I'm <laughs> saying that I love it. <laughs> she comes to Sylvan Lake, and there's black squirrels that she's noticed. You're not the first, though. No, I'm amazed by them. And like I told you in Ohio, I was like, oh, they've got dark brown squirrels here. This is crazy. So yeah, I'm going to Kentucky next. I don't know what color they're gonna have. I hope it's something cool. I don't know. I haven't been to Kentucky in a really long time. 
I don't think I've ever been to Kentucky. No, really. Are you, are you so are you kind of keeping track of states like in your lifetime? Like, oh yeah, I've checked that one off, checked this one off. Mentally, in, in, in no like cool fashion. Like I don't have a map of it. I haven't made a TikTok about it because right. I mainly because I don't know how. Um, but yeah, in my head. <laughs> well, you should, yeah, you should start making a TikTok green screen your, your, I don't know, something behind you. and I am amazed by that green screen. Like, I watched these kids and then other people who were older than me, like, doing this screen, and then they're showing screenshots, and then they're going through someone else's account. And I'm like, uh, did you go to school for this? Like, <laughs> I'm lucky if I can have a picture, maybe a video, and, like, add a song. And I feel like Bill Gates after I do that. So I don't know how everyone's doing everything else. I'm still figuring it out myself. I so there's even the thing with the voices. Yeah, I I don't get that one. Like some of them I understand are, will trend, and then you make something based on that. But then I've seen other ones where I'm like, this doesn't look like something that was trending. How did they even find the baby voice or the something another? I don't. I don't know, and I feel like TikTok has taken over my life. Okay, like not just always being on the screen, but. I find myself, like all the trends that come up, I find myself using those in real day life. Like someone saying something and I'll think in my head, I understood the assignment. You know, like I start. Yes. <laughs> I know. I don't know. But um, I'm paying more attention to it now because this this is the off season for <laughs> paddle boarders. And, uh, yes. Here, let me look at all my content and now figure out TikTok. And there was some KFC thing, and I'm like, well, I'm not participating in that one. I, I don't know don't anything about that one. Oh, it was a trending uh, hashtag. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, the hashtags are confusing because it's not about, it's not like Instagram or Facebook. Like, it has nothing to do with your content. It's whatever's popular. Right. And which, I'm like, like, I don't feel like participating in that. Yeah. Because uh, what would I do with KFC? I don't even. Well, and then <laughs> there's some songs that are trending, and, like, there's a lot of, like, some rough words, some rough vocals. And I'm like, how is this trending? And they're using this at school or in doctor's office videos, like a lot of curse words and, but whatever, apparently anything goes on TikTok. Anything goes. Yeah. I mean, I guess until you get banned. <laughs> what do you do to get banned? I don't know, but I always hear people complaining about that. Clearly not me. Cause I put garbage out, but I mean, other people, People who get paid, like those content creators, they're always talking about TikTok ban me again or I'm oh. shadow blocked or something they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's another one. Yeah. Again, not cool enough to understand yeah, or be blocked. Maybe it's a compliment. Like, yes, I've finally been blocked from TikTok. Or It's either that or you're just happy to fly under the radar. Like, yep, my mm-hmm. stuff's out there. Got 100 followers. <laughs> Misty showing off because I looked and I have 61 and she is 100, so. 104. Oh, jeez. Just past 100 there. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe they're listening to us right now and they're like, oh, well, we'll, we'll see about their accounts. That would be awesome. Well, I hope some of them come over to me there so that I could at least hit 100. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe during this road trip you can like. I don't know, be inspired somehow. Well, I I was in Ohio and I went to a place I just stumbled across. I saw the sign. It said Cheese Haven. 
Like, you know that there is no goddamn way I am driving past that sign and not going back to that store. Oh. So I turned around, and even leading up to it, it was like, Cheese Haven, 125 kinds of cheese, smoked meat, wine, like, all this craziness. So I was like, this is all about me. So I did take some video and some things that I'm hoping, you know, in my spare time, once I get to California, I can sit there and make some, like, killer TikToks about it. We'll see, though. Yeah, you should. You should do, it's like, that would be your roadmap. Like, oh, yep, I was there, I was there, you know, and. Well, I'm a terrible journaler, like, awful. You know, like, through yoga school, I'm sure your yoga school was like, oh, journal your thoughts. Yes. And I'm like, my thoughts are, I hate journaling. Um, <laughs> confession here. <laughs> confession. I mean, not all yogis love to journal or love to do everything that you think they do. Journaling, I hate it. So I'm not journaling anything about my trip, but. I have my pictures. So that yeah. kind of tells me where go. I went and I always mark things in my atlas. So I have that. No, that is nice because like I just said, I mean, in if you do do the TikTok thing, I mean, maybe that's your theme for a while and you, you know, as you cross the the US here. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's a big track from PA to CA. Especially the way that I go. CA, which is not Canada, CA. <laughs> yes. <laughs> California. Not up to see Mary Beth. No. I know, right? The border's still closed. Can't can't cross over. Even though she wants us to see the beavers. <laughs> I love those videos. The morning inspiration. She made it up for sunrise and she's out there with the beavers drinking coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Did she have French toast or something the one day? I Did think I- it was pancakes and paddles. <laughs> is having breakfast out there like (laughs) is there bacon what else is going on like can I custom order my pancakes like I want blueberries I'm sure she has like a a bain marie of all the options it must have been (laughs) and then the beavers are in the background playing I always wanted to take the pod and make it like a bar you know like people come up here like I'll have a seltzer I'll have a martini but you know alcohol is frowned upon at my lake as I was telling you so we just do the what's in your thermos is your business rule and I don't ask any questions there you go (laughs) unlabeled unmarked that's right I know that's um I say the pod in the off hours (laughs) becomes the uh the little party barge I'm so happy to have been able to see where you do like I know I've seen the pictures and I've kind of envisioned in my mind what your setup is but now I see it, and this is incredible. So if you're in this area and you have not paddled with Misty, please come here and do it. It is killer here. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you can make it. That's awesome. It's, I love it. It's just for you because I'll tell you, like, <laughs> those temperatures were dropping. Like, I was going to do the whole northern trip, and I'm like, no, no, but I got to go see Misty. I'm like, it's only five hours from here, so I'm going to shoot up and then shoot back down and go where it's like 70, 80 degrees. Have you been to Michigan before? No, just your airport. Ah, just see, just like a go. layover in Detroit yeah. on my way to wherever. But That's I've never. To see. Is there anything I should do before I leave? Mm. I'm trying to think. So if you go south, like you're going through through Ohio, through to Kentucky, I'm imagining you're taking 75. 75 yeah. yeah, the big highway. Um, do you need anything from like an outdoorsy store? <laughs> 
Hmm. There's Cabela's, Cabela's on the way out. Oh, Cabela's is always a fun thing. Oh. They allow dogs in there, so I can take Lady. Maybe that, I don't know. Well, that's, I'm, I would say that's ambitious to say that generator that you want is there, but. I want that generator. <laughs> and ask your husband to quick take me to Costco with his membership before I leave and be like, can I get that generator? It'll I, happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, it's no, it's good. You, this is like a whole learning experience too, like. You know, he always says, watch the YouTube videos, but like. That's a guy thing. I'm sorry. It's a guy thing. Guy Every thing. guy, like they want to fix something. They watch a video when that's great. It's just too slow for me. Like give me a manual. I want to read it and then be done. Right. I can't wait for the intro. I can't wait for the <laughs> So you got to have a quick intro, talk really fast, and that, then you're yes. like, okay, I can do this now. You have to say, Cammy, I know you've signed on to this video to find out this one thing, and I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> that's that's what your video needs to say, or I'm not interested in watching it. So that's that's your um, that's your take on on all of that. Yes, your or your your key words to YouTube creators out there. Yes, be quick, be quick. Stop with that big intro. <laughs> Same thing with TikTok. Like, if it takes you too long to get into the funny part of your story, done, gone. Done, gone, swiped, <laughs> gone. Yep. Yeah, that's funny. I I will say, there's a fitness person I watch, and it's the same thing. Like, she's got this major intro and, like, a disclaimer and everything, no. and I'm just sort of like, skip, 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 skip. Is it the Asian woman that does the... The, the, the tucking thing. Have you no. seen her? What is that? Oh my god! I I don't yeah you know, I don't know if she is Chinese or Korean or where she's sure. but it's it's definitely over in Asia, and she is super super skinny and has this very very like thin waist. I mean she's like a pencil, but her whole exercise is like Just basically tucking? cat and cows, like cows. like thrusting your pelvis like in and out, and and doing it very fast. And she's like. Ah, ah. And she's like pointing her finger and like jabbing her finger. And she's this little petite, tiny little girl. And she's like in some like guys' faces, but apparently really? it gives you like a six pack and you lose weight in your center. And yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, just do that. She And then that's every video is just her doing that and yelling at people. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like she's yelling. Maybe How she's many not. followers does she have? Probably like 50 million. <laughs> I'll tag you the next time I see her. <laughs> Please, I do. I, I've never seen this one before. Yeah, it's entertaining. <laughs> awesome. That is beautiful. All right, so you're on your way. Yes. Yeah, where's the final stop? California, Grass Valley. Where is that about? So that's about an hour above Sacramento. All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, Um. I like it there. I mean, honestly, if they had more rain and it was more green, it wasn't so like brown and dead, it would look like Berks County. It would look like Pennsylvania. Like mm-hmm. it's back roads and farms and we have a cute, adorable little town that you can go in. But, um, you know, it's not real crazy. It's not like LA or anything. It's very chill and laid back, but just not very green because of the drought. Because of the drought, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's unfortunate for... You know, I mean, you can't like I it's obvious, but I didn't even think about it. You can't even have like bonfires like we were looking outside and I was like, yeah. oh, I love your little fire pit. And I had two fire pits at my house. And yeah, you can't do that there. Like, right. There's no like, oh, let's go roast some marshmallows because you'll roast your whole county. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and probably get like huge fines and your neighbors would come over and not be happy with you. So they don't do any of that there. So it's just a different way 
of living. And that's what's so interesting. Like, you know, yeah. I think so many times we were taught you, you, you grow up, get a career, get married, maybe you have kids, and then you just do that every day until yeah. you maybe retire or die. And you just kind of get in this caught in this hamster wheel of life, and it's like this is this is my opportunity to kind of like see and explore and just be free for whatever comes about. Like I've yeah. always wanted to do cross-country trips when I was in my 20s, but I did what you were supposed to do. I, mm-hmm. I got married. I had a kid. I had a career. So well, you're not doing anything like that then. But now, which maybe it's better that I am older and I have more smarts or I'm supposed to have more smarts about me, <laughs> definitely more money than you did in the 20s. My daughter's grown up, so I can just, you know, and yeah. take off and just kind of check out of the world for a little bit, which is nice. Right. Yeah, it's a good opportunity time, you know. like Think talk- of how many people when COVID started, like, you know, there's always, you know, your other crazy things that were happening with that. But there were a lot of people who are like, I've learned that just like chilling with my neighbors or sitting on the deck with my family and was so important. Like that's the things they miss because they never got to do that. They were racing off to hockey and soccer and, da, 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 totally. and business trips. And when that all shut down, like people really started like finding some new interests. So that's kind of what this is, but just on a bigger scale, like sure. six months long. Yeah, yeah, six months, huh? I think so. I don't think I'm going to go back until the spring. Until spring. Yeah. Wow. Until I get ready for, you know, our new season. Yeah, you got to get ready for that season. So I'm going to try to work for like four or five months of the year and then just do the rest, like exploring, living, you know, just not having a schedule or a time that I have to be somewhere, which I think is important. Everyone should have that mm-hmm. sometime in their life. Maybe it's not six, seven months out of the year for everybody. That might be extreme. <laughs> but I think it's really important to have some some time to not worry about time or where you have to be. Yeah. It's great. No, that, that I, I, for sure. Totally. I mean, I, I definitely relate to that whole, like last summer. I mean, this summer was amazing too. It was very different in a way. Um, I feel like uh, not so much like, I guess, my immediate circle but uh, some that came to classes a lot last year, it seems like they kind of picked up a little bit and started traveling more. You know, husband yeah. went back to work, so I got to watch the, the kid. I can't come at that time anymore and stuff like that. But for me personally, uh, still had an amazing summer. And I rem- I'll, I won't forget this last summer as like that milestone. How can you forget because of what we went through as a, a whole world and uh we had an amazing summer. We we just we just enjoyed our time like in the water and hanging out and then you know, I'd have a group come out and we would we would socially distance outside, but I mean, I was nervous for this summer because last summer was so epic in the sense that like people who you would never expect to come out and paddleboard, people who never thought that they would come out and paddleboard did because they were just looking for something to do like they were forced to try something Uh new so I was kind of like that was so awesome to introduce all these new people to paddle boarding but like this year like am I gonna drop like in the amount of people no I had more people more like more people bought boards everything so I I don't you know I'm just shocked I think it's just the power of SUP like we always talk about this it's it's such a catalyst for so many things, for positive living, 
positive relationships, like the amount of people that you meet that are just so cool mm-hmm. in this sub community is great. Oh, totally. And I, I would agree that who I have talked to, same thing, you know, that, that it's just a supportive community. It's, you know, it is unbelievable. I, it's very rare. Do you meet anyone who is snarky or, I mean, just, you, you see strangers out paddling and they're like, Hey, you want to come chill with us? Or I, you know, I'll have a little flotilla going with a couple of people and we'll see somebody by themselves. And we're like, you want to come chill? And sometimes they do. And then you just like yeah. meet people that way. And I've never experienced that in any other, you know, I'm not really like a sports person. I think I've said to you before, like, you catch me in the gym, I'm lost, you know, like, (laughs) that is not me, but even, like, you know, I was a skier, downhill skier, and I love to hike, and, like, you you say hi, and you wave, and then you just pretty much keep it, keep it moving, but paddleboarding is really, like, a friendly sport that, I guess, I guess if you're looking for friends, start paddleboarding, right? I would agree, again, be well you know i've i've seen it time and time again but even kayaking same i mean i met some ladies early in the season and they just saw my kayak and it it is your wooden one yeah yeah it's an attention getter yeah it's a it's a conversation starter so like it like i just said that happened so we started talking she's paddling i'm still paddling and we're just going down the canal talking about whatever who we knew or you know and Come to find out, actually, we had a bunch of acquaintances, and then <laughs> she was at my paddleboard classes. That's like, awesome. Yeah. I've never kayaked. No? Because uh, people will say that a lot, you know, when they come out and paddleboard. They're like, well, I think I'll be okay. Like, I've kayaked, and I go, I don't know if they're related. I know nothing about kayaking, so I don't know if that skill is going to help you. <laughs> but how about you just listen to this instruction for the paddleboard? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Are they close? Like, if, if you know how to um, kayak, is that going to help you in sup it, or? It, I, you know what I think it helps you in is is um, understanding how to turn. Okay. How you use the, the paddle to turn. They just don't have the double blades. They have one blade. So you, it's just another learning curve. Okay. with. But I still think that helps because there's some, and I'm sure you've seen too, where they, I don't know. They just get really mixed up on even crossing the paddle. Like they haven't changed hands, which one's on top. And then adding in that moving forward and then turning is like a, uh huh. you know, I call it the walking and chewing gum at the same time. And it's, it's, it's not shaming. It's just an uh, well, analogy. And, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you a funny story. And this is not to shame this person. And I'm not saying their name. But I mean, you see crazy stuff with the paddle. You know, like oh, sometimes yeah. they're like over here. Like, I, I don't know what's happening. But this one girl, it was almost like she was one of those like drum majors in a band. Every time she switched sides, like that paddle would come out of the water and the blade is all the way up in the air. And she's making this like huge half circle over her head and coming in here. And I'm just like, okay, so the name to this game is minimize the amount of energy that you are exerting. Yeah. So you are exerting a lot of energy to make that beautiful transition. I mean, she thought was, she was in the color guard. Yes, yes, the color guard. That's what I was thinking <laughs> of. I mean, it was it was beautiful, but completely unnecessary. Um, but we laughed about it, and then you know, I kind of helped her, and then she was like, "Wow, what an idiot I must have looked like." And I was like, "I mean, kind of. I wasn't going to say that, but we're good now." <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, you don't you don't want to you don't want to do that. But I I have seen some crazy stuff myself watching just sitting at the end of the dock 
and one pedals by and it not quite like with that but is exerting all this energy of like a, of a circle like you know or that they think they may need to make a splash so the paddle goes back yeah whale, whale tail it <laughs> Yeah, I know. And there's always that pause, like with beginners, they're always like, I paddled, I paddled, you know, and the arms and there's like this little pause. And I'm like, no, no, no pause. There's no applause going to happen for you. Just get it right back in the air. Yeah, yeah. Just keep moving. Right. But that's, you know, that's the, I love, I love this sport for that because you yeah. can always, like you can do it as a beginner. You could never take a lesson right. and you can go out there. I mean, you're not going to do it great. You're not going to, you know, go very far, but you can do it. But there's so much room to grow and technique and speed and like totally it's infinite. There's so much. And and then you incorporate a wing when you're really good at it, like you did. <laughs> I have a long way to go with that one. Long way to go. I need a I need a lesson or two or five. I don't know. But um it'll be fun to to try. But yeah, it's it it is you know, something that you can keep growing is a passion. You know, there's different boards even and yep. different paddles and fins, right? Like what's, I got a dagger <laughs> fin over here. That's for the wing. Slingshot. <laughs> this is a, and it's a heavy. Yeah. That's the dagger that goes in the middle for that wing surfer. So you still have the, you still have the long fin in the back and then that additional fin. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That is very cool. Uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, I I guess the season's not long enough because I didn't. I thought I would like do something, like have something learned. Do they have lessons around here, like in this area? There's on the west side of the state on on Lake Michigan. Okay, so that's probably better to probably learn because, like, right now for me to like leave my dock with all the equipment. Oh, that's Luna. <laughs> Luna does not want you to leave your dock or your equipment. <laughs> no, definitely not. And. Yeah, and it's hard to get away from all of that if the wind is coming at you or even sideways because it's just blowing you, you know, away from what you're supposed to be getting into. And um, <laughs> Luna, yeah, any additional laughs are aimed at Luna. But, um, yeah, I think it'll be easier. Or, well, I'm... Eliminate some some <laughs> some restrictions. Some there things. you go. <laughs> Not easier. Now, are you you've sup surfed before? Um, just a little bit. Okay. Nothing. Nothing major. And again, that was Lake Michigan. You gotta kind of wait for the waves, the wind to to you know bring just the waves. Just be right. Yeah. 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 Wetsuit. All of that. Um. You know. And I've I've done some surfing in uh, Nicaragua. Oh. Yeah, but that was with a lesson too. So the next day when I tried, they just let me try it my, myself and I was all over the place. I was like <laughs> in the water a lot. Yeah. Like having that support, that that teacher behind you helped tremendously, you know? Well, it's so, so crazy. funny. Like I, I, I would like to take a surf lesson yeah. and never in my head have I ever thought, oh, I'm going to be like, you know – Kelly Slater out there the first time. Like, I know I'll be shocked if I even get up the first time, you know, that first day. And I expect to just eat it every single time, you know, and get wiped <laughs> out. And I'm always surprised sometimes when people come paddleboarding and they're like, well, am I going to get wet? And I'm thinking, well, it is a water sport. I mean, like, I, why is that expectation? Like, you go water skiing, you know you're going to get wet. Surfing, you know you're going to get wet. 
why is it paddle boarding like you think that you're not going to get wet? Because you definitely are. You tell me. <laughs> you don't know either? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you know, I think that there's different, there's different answers. This is, if, it, if I was to describe paddle boarding a little bit more in depth other than you have a paddle and a board and water, that this is a very fluid thing. Like we just said, like you can, you could take, get your board to do wing surfing. You know, right. if you do the right setup with the, the fins or whatever. Or you can eat breakfast yeah. on your board. <laughs> you can have a charcuterie board. <laughs> whatever you'd like. <laughs> Mary Beth. Pat, oh, Mary Beth. <laughs> pad, paddles and pancakes. <laughs> it's not fluid. It's like, you know, so I hear different answers like, it's either, well, I, I want to get over my fear of water. Well, I don't know if this is the best way to do that, but maybe, maybe. Right. You know? It, and it is very empowering for those people who have that fear of water and they get out there and, you know, whether it's just standing on their knees or they get to the point where they're standing, like, it's so empowering and they're really proud of themselves. And that's awesome to be part of that. Like, when you see that come across someone's face, they're like, I did it. I freaking did it. Like, I stood up. I'm like, I know. You did stand up. That's awesome. Like, it's very cool to be part of that. You know what's funny is, um, you know, every season is different. I say that about the summer. It's it, it's it's just different. Every time I go out, it's different. Yeah. It's never, ever the same. Nope. Um, people that came out this year, um, I think that they're, for me anyways, and, uh, you know, you – Tell me what you think, like, on the, the types of people that came out. It was almost like, yeah, they're newbies, but they were like, I am willing and so determined to do this. Like, my last episode with two student perspectives is, like, the, the student edition podcast, and they just, they were so determined. Yep. You know, and they set aside, they did fall. The one fell many times, and I'm like, well, you got on your board many times, too, to fall all those times. So, um, give yourself a little credit, you know, and um, I mean, just how amazing it was just like, you know what, forget it. I'm doing this. I'm setting aside going to Costco or grocery shopping or whatever. Right. And that's so cool to still hear. So, you know, to make hopes for next season, I don't I, you know, it's so early still this. But, you know, I think every every year we enter in like, oh, I hope that, you know, the people are still interested and. You know, still wanting to get their families out and stuff. And is there anything big you want to do next year? Like next year, I wanna. Oh well, I got I got a lot of things rolling in my mind. Okay, but I don't know if I have enough time. Like maybe this isn't next season. Maybe it's already now going to be twenty three, because I don't know how to do anything just small. Oh no, no! Like I have a simple idea that like is very manageable. And then somehow within 3.2 seconds in my brain, it turns into this that's like so gargantuan and then I'm like, oh, that's going to take about three years to plan. Right. Why can't I just be easy? Like, why can't I just keep it simple? So I think, and I have, I have the history of that in, in starting my own, you know, brand and business where in the beginning I'm like, oh man, we're going to, we're going to have like 10 people out tonight and not so much like. I, it, it, there was times where I turned around and I'm like, well, where is everyone? 
It takes time to grow all of this. Like this is a hard <laughs> business to start. Like it's, you know, I've I've equated it with. It's not a pizza shop. Everyone knows what pizza is. They know they like pizza. They know there's different kinds of pizza. Like you put a pizza place somewhere, people are coming in. They know what to like. You're starting a paddleboard business and you're starting it in Michigan, which is just like Pennsylvania, like weird. You don't expect it's not Hawaii. It's not California. It's not Florida. So it's very hard to get people to know what it is be interested and do it, trust you enough to do it. Like that's, that's not easy. Right. And there's another layer in there too, where like I, we were just kind of mentioning that, you know, maybe they picked up this gear and they thought they knew how to paddle and there's more layers underneath that. Yeah. That you can really, you can really nitpick your technique. And oh yeah. I noticed that even um, during the first indoor sup thing that a workshop that I had a couple weeks ago. They've been coming out with me all summer and they wanted to do this. Now we had a, we still did a yoga flow, but I interweaved the whole paddle technique with it. And so I'm standing there correcting them. And I was like, oh, wow, now you're right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Where I can like really zone in and correct. And they loved it. They wanted that. Well, it's neat to get those people because right. when I, when I have like a, a, your first time lesson, I am not going to critique no, every single part of your stroke. You'll like throw your paddle at me and be exactly. like, F this, I'm getting out of here. You know, like you want it to be fun. Yeah. And I don't correct my friends either. Like I have tons of friends that like, you know, if KJ saw their paddle technique, she would be like, Whoa, you know, but like, that's not what it's about. Now, if someone asks me, yes. I'll give them tips, but I'm not here to like, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. I know. I'm not like that either. I, I, cause I like, I like to give them some room to explore yes. as well. Now, if they come out with me in a smaller group, I might I might say some things, you know, like, uh, hey, did you know? Well, I love that because you'll you'll get these tips and just sometimes the tip is going to resonate differently with different people, you know, like trying to get people to plant their paddle, to catch the water, yes. to go straight down versus this you know and it's very hard and I forget like one person I was with and I just said pretend you're falling on your paddle like you're just falling and pushing it straight down the water and she would and then that worked for her and she was like I totally get what you mean now but I said it a million I said it different ways a million times and she was not just that one thing so that's why I think it's great to take lessons and take lessons from different people yeah just like yoga definitely we had um which was nice um you know, um, Jen live loves up, and then um, Julie, she's here in Michigan with um, Uplift Retreats, and the three of us got together, and we had one girl that came out, and she's trying to learn with her own equipment because she had three coaches like at her, <laughs> and we, I mean, we're you know we're giving each other like you know like uh, some space, I guess. Like, were you all like bend your knees, point your toes, plant your paddle, eyes up, roll this in? You're putting too much. Was she like, <laughs> we, I think we knew we were like, don't, you know, not to do that. <laughs> but it, it did got to the falling and getting back on the board part where it was, we we're like, well, try this, try this, you know. <laughs> but really, we also got to share like some analogies, you know, that it's that cueing right. and messaging on how to, you know, on that paddle stroke, like how else would you, would you cue that, you know, and, and get somebody to understand it in their mind. Right. Like what you're saying. And it's interesting. It's, um, I think it's very frustrating when you're giving a 
this is this is my disclaimer to everyone. If you're taking your kids paddle boarding and you are not a paddleboarder instructor, let the instructor teach your kid. Oh yes. <laughs> that is so like so you're trying to teach the kid, and again, the cues they don't always resonate, you know. Yep. And then their mom or dad is like, Jimmy, Jimmy, did you hear what she said? And I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> So, so I learned about halfway through the season this year, I was like, okay, we're just going to lay this expectation right out. So I'll like always say to mom or dad, if you're going to yell at them for like having a smart mouth or like their behavior, great. You yell at them for that. I will instruct everything else. So please don't try to intervene because that's really hard. I'm trying to tell them something and then the mom or dad's like yelling at them, with they have no place to be instructing how you, either. How did you tell them that though? Just like that. that. Just like that. Just like that. If you're going to yell at them for like their behavior, or whatever, that's your okay. wheelhouse. Gotcha. The paddleboarding part is my is wheelhouse. Mine, yeah. So let's not crisscross. And they're like, oh, okay, I got it. And that's and that is the I, I'm lucky enough I did not I had kids, but I didn't have anybody, any parent. I, there was one summer, um, really little girl. And ironically, I had that shorty board with me. So oh, we, yeah. we trade we traded boards. But that was a learning lesson for me. And like I said, ironically, I had that small board that I could uh, trade <laughs> out with her. Luna. She has a Kong and she's like throwing it around the room. <laughs> <laughs> she's super frustrated because she can't get out what I stuffed in there. <laughs> we should have put her in the van with Lady. <laughs> I'd go back, I wouldn't have any van left. <laughs> would be needing to reorganize and clean <laughs> and and so anyway but the the uh, yeah the parent totally let me handle her she That's was good. having she was having a hard time switching the paddle the board was a little too big for her to maneuver and so we I, like I said ironically I just had my shorty board and we switched and then she did fine what's your age like if someone's like oh do you teach kids or can kids do this what is your what is your age that you tell them um I guess it depends, like, if it's a group or a private. I have had as young as five. Okay. How'd that go? Uh, she got a little frustrated. I can imagine. Well, I mean, I get wind, but on this, like, yeah. you guys have a lot of wind. And sometimes they just don't have the body, like, the core to kind of pull them through. Yeah, it's true. Um, And I've gotten used to this wind because... <laughs> It's crazy because like, you know, you get a visitor and they're like, this, this lake is super windy. I'm like, it really is. It really is. She's confirming it again. Um, but, uh, what was I going to say? Age. Age. Five. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she was either about five or six. I think she got super frustrated because her older sister went before her and it was a sister thing. And she was doing great. Oh, yeah. And she wasn't, the other one was not, I mean, she wasn't doing terrible. I think she just got frustrated at herself that it, she didn't get it immediately. She was sitting still and we didn't even get very far away from the dock. And she starts taking her ankle thing off her leash. I'm like, she's like, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> she, I go, where are you going? She says, I'm going to swim back. <laughs> she's going to leave her board. She says, F this. I'm out. Unannounced. <laughs> Unannounced, I had to ask, like, where, what are you doing? Oh, she didn't even say, like, I want to go back, please. No, no, no inkling at all. She was just E.T. go home and yeah. out. <laughs> she just started, she put the paddle down on the board. She started taking the leash off. She's looking down, and I'm like, wait a minute, what are you doing? Like, what's happening here? What do you, like, is that not comfortable? Or, like, what, I mean, no, I'm going to swim back. 
didn't was no no <laughs> didn't say anything didn't say oh like you know here's my board nothing i'm i'm done i'm swimming back i'm like no 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 we're not doing that You're that not is swim back. fantastic <laughs> i know so yeah see every season's different i didn't have anybody like that this year wow <laughs> wow that's pretty good yeah but i think typically probably about eight is that's the age that's what i say like Eight years old. I'm pretty confident that they'll be okay. I have the smaller paddles. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have any kids' boards. I just feel like it's unnecessary. You know, I have Brawny, which is a little bit shorter and it handles really well. So I'll usually use that for like my kids' private lessons. From the Evolve. From Evolve, yeah. Yeah, the Evolve paddles. And that's just a great board because it's like really reasonably priced, but it can kind of take a beating and it's just, it's lightweight and kids can manage that sometimes better than an inflatable. Okay. Because um, I think sometimes an inflatable, like you pick up, like you get some wind and it's a little bit hard to navigate them yeah. where this just cuts right through which is awesome. But I, I definitely say eight. Now I had last year a little girl who took weekly private lessons and she came back again this year. She just turned six last year. But her mom was like, she does gymnastics, she does this, and she does have like a little like 12 pack on her. So she has the strength and I was like, that's fine. But it's kind of like a one-on-one basis. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, I've I had think- 10-year-olds who can't do it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So wow. I mean, it's, it's not an age thing. It's definitely coordination ability can they take direction because there is a lot of instruction you have to give it's not like oh here's this and just go play with it like they have to actually listen to be able to do the sport so yeah I have one I have one kids board it's it's pretty small but it's really cheap too but I just keep it in the backup plan that Bronnie I should probably get one of those you have to get it's such a fun board yeah that would be fun and um you know, in the girls camp this year, I mean, I was, I had a, uh, I have a smaller paddles at least kind of like what you're saying. So that helped me with one girl cause just, she's just shorter. She was shorter than the other girl. So that was her paddle and, um, not, not afraid of the water at all. Bounced around on those boards all over the place. They were more physically, uh, capable, you know, right. so kind of what you're saying. Um, so that, I guess, yeah, that helped with all of that. But I, I think I taught more older people this year, elderly, not elderly, but you know, and I, oh yeah. I mean, you know, people where you, you, you weren't sure if they were going to take on to it or not. And they did. Those were the ones though that were determined, nope, I'm doing this. I'm doing, I'm getting on the water. There was a lot of that. Like people like, this has been on my list or I've been saying for three years, I want to do this or whatever. Like people really just kind of came through this year. And this year people were interested in lessons, like I really want to learn how to do it right. I want to learn how to do cool. a pivot t- turn. I want to learn how to go faster. So that's just kind of like really changed my business because last year it was just rentals classes, rentals classes. But now it was more like the technique of it and the speed of it, which is which is really fun to work with people. Yeah. And I think I want to start a, uh, like a adult and child sup racing league next year. So that's just- what I think I want to do because they were actually asking for it at the end of the year. And I'm like, well, I think it's, I, I threw on a lot of the little things that were right things I didn't do the year before. And so I, it was just, I think a little too much. So that, yeah, that would be something I would, I would try to do. And like, not year. that I'm good. It's not going to be like timed or anything like that, but just like something to get people out there 
every single week for like a workout, not a leisurely rental. Let's look around. Let's pop a seltzer. Not that (laughs) like an actual, you know, other way. And I think it'll be really good for people and help get more people into the sport because there's a lot of competitive people out there and they're like, Oh, new sport. I don't know about, and I can compete and race on it. Sign me up. You know? Right. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. So that's, that's one thing. There's, there's another, there, so yeah, the, I'm so excited, to, brainstorm. What's next year? I'm like, oh, so I should be, I should be planning it like right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there, there's one big one and maybe it should start out small and, um, I'm entrepreneurial over here. Okay. Like, <laughs> Hey, you, I am so impressed by you. Let me tell you, you have your shit together. She's like, podcasting and making lip balm and then has awesome apparel yoga Which we're stuff. swapping we're swapping I know. we definitely have to get a picture of this <laughs> yes exactly we're not shooting video on this one but we might do some little little snippet later an um, awesome tiktok <laughs> yeah exactly. we're trying we're trying here on that tiktok um i i guess uh you know you get involved with um your brand but there's also equipment that we use you know like we love evolve boards but i i mean we've got reason for it you know right. they, they they didn't pay us to say that exactly um, i wish they would though could you yeah ron <laughs> come on <laughs> no uh kidding aside i mean i love that i love that inflatable board you know for beginners and and it speaks truth of when they show up someone new and they don't know what paddleboarding is and then they're like oh i thought it was like that surfboard potato chip thing and i'm like well those exist Right. But you're learning on this, you know. You can tell the difference when you have the Evolve board next to, go ahead, say it, Costco shot, Costco board. <laughs> it's um, an inside joke. <laughs> but you can. I mean, just looking at them next to each other, feeling the board. Like, you can tell there is a difference to it. And I'll tell you what, that Evolve inflatable, like, I don't know what Ron did when he did the engineering, but... Right. It is a damn good board and so worth the money. Holds up. I mean, I still have some from five years ago. Yeah. They're still kicking. I use for rentals. No holes in them. Like, it's amazing. I know. He, well, he was on the podcast too. And uh, he's dedicated to creating and he's in it step by step, you know. So I, I had heard this before, but I, and I knew it from the product, but actually hearing because he was at the time he was talking about an inflatable race board, which you don't hear a lot of. My friend know? has that board. Oh yeah, how does she like it? For, uh, it's a heat, okay. David. Um, it's like a 14, 14 yeah. feet. And um, man, I was on that before I bought my race. Like I bought my race board last year. Yeah. But I was on that year before. I was like, why are you buying this? He's like, I don't know. It just looks cool. And I was like, all right, whatever. So he bought it. I was not prepared for how thin it is. Now that's like 31 or 32 wide. Right. Um, and then I went and bought a race board that was 23. <laughs> Go figure. But I totally dumped it the first time I was on sure. on his board. I wasn't prepared. You know, I just got up, like thought I was going to pop up, and I popped up and popped in the water. Popped <laughs> in the water, yeah. But he's he's a cinematographer. Like he makes uh, documentaries and stuff and does beautiful. I mean, his it's so artistic, his, his images, his imagery. But he brings this like $1,000 equipment, like probably more than $1,000. I don't know. But like expensive equipment on this little race board and is taking footage of stuff. And I'm just like, you got a lot of faith in yourself, boy. Like, (laughs) 
I don't even trust myself with my phone sometimes. That's hilarious. Is he on TikTok? No, but he. I was going to say he's probably like more on the like high end side. Yes, <laughs> yes. He just was in, um, I think, like Italy. Someone flew him to Italy to like film a retreat. Oh, beautiful! A wine retreat or something like. Someone film pay me to, to go there for that. Oh my god! So yeah, okay. So back to brainstorming. We want him to come here right. next year, and we'll have like a like I don't know what it's is. It's a festival or a. I think you should have that thing you were talking about, like on your other podcast. I don't know what you call it, like a sup fest or sup swap or sup love. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> All of those things. Sup shindig. I really want to, but I, um, well, I got to, you know what? I'll just zero in on it. I'll, 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 I'm thinking of, I've, I've got some ideas. I've got some things working, but, um, you pick a date. I will be here. <laughs> Really? You, yes. You, I will commit to it, even if it's in the summer. I was going to say, what about the season? It's all right. I can, I can take three days off. Okay. Okay. I mean, I didn't last year, but I am saying I can, and I'm going to commit on this podcast, so now you have it as proof. It's, if um, you book it, they will come. If they book it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So the thing is, is that, like, I think what I was getting at as here you're, I, I'm all, I know I'm all over the board here, but I'm, I definitely know how to recircle back in. Um, entrepreneurial thing or message, like sometimes I think like, I mean, I love to teach, but it has to be a little more than, than that too. Yeah. No, you agree? Yes. Yeah. I mean, because of the community and like I just said with, you know, the equipment, there's all this, you know, different uh, styles and there's, you know, you need a fin, you need a board, you need uh, maybe a dry bag or something. You need your uh, life jacket. Your life belt, yeah. You need your um, PFD, not your uh, PDF. Oh my God, I laughed <laughs> when you guys were saying that on that podcast because With I- Bambora? I always say it. I always, I'm like, oh, grab your PDF. And people look at me like, uh, I left Adobe at home on my computer, <laughs> you idiot. Adobe at home. <laughs> You know, so I'm Beautiful. always like, I have to say it in my head, personal flotation device, PFD. Right. Like I have to honestly say it. Just like I have to sing the song encyclopedia before I spell it out. I can't spell it without singing it. I'm with you. I had, because I had one lady, she kept looking at me like, I said, can you just, I can the orange thing over there. Can you grab that? The life jacket, you know, she probably thought I was a psycho, like, <laughs> I mean, I am a little nuts, but I'm not crazy. <laughs> well, it made me feel better to know that people who it's their job to make PFDs yes. are calling them PDFs. I know. <laughs> so I felt so much better and less like an idiot. This is true. I know. I Yeah. They're awesome, though. Yeah. They're, very they're cool. cool. Yeah. Cool peeps. So another great, like, community... Uh, you know, can can and they could they agreed too. You know, supportive people. You know, than the paddleboarding water community. It's the best thing about it. It just you feel so much love from everyone. Like I really have not had anyone who has blown me off or been mean or anything like that. So it's it's fantastic, and I'm excited about next year. Like you know, yeah. new things and you we'll too. see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what comes down the down the pipeline. <laughs> Well, and then, I mean, if we can ever maybe, like, coordinate a retreat, like... I know. I'd love to. Collab. 
I'd love to do that because you can pull from your Michigan base and mm-hmm. I can pull from my PA base and maybe soon CA base. <laughs> CA base. I can meet some people there. That's It's going to be weird, like, being in a place where I don't know anyone. Yeah. You know, sure. like... I mean, I know a few people, but I'm used to growing up, like I went to school in Reading. I know people, everyone. Like I can't go out for a day without seeing someone that I know. And now I'm going 3,000 miles away where I am not going to know a damn person. But it's all part of the learning. And like kind of sometimes you have to sit in awkwardness or sit in uncomfortability to move past it and grow. And so, you know, I'm looking forward to all of that. And also taking the break from teaching. I mean, I've been nonstop teaching yoga for five and a half years, like day in, day out, a schedule, no break. So you're not going to do anything online? I'm not doing I know. Everyone's like, what? What do you mean? No, I'm not. I just, you know, I like every other yoga teacher, you put so much of yourself into your class, yeah. what, what your intention is, what you want to try to have people experience with, with, you know, still giving them this enough room of their own to create their own experiences. And I have just felt like I'm getting stale and, you know, no one has said that to me. Um, but I feel it. Like, I just feel like, oh, I do the same damn thing all the time. Warrior two, reverse triangle, peer. Like, I feel like I just need to kind of, rip apart my practice and just kind of take some time with it and do my own yoga Yeah, before I can begin to share it again. Sure. That, yeah. I mean, it. I'm sure it happens to a lot of people that... I felt like I was just kind of like not going through the motions because that sounds awful, but I just felt like, you know, I'm on this thing and I'm teaching the same way and the same moves and the same concepts or, you know... And I was like, you know what? I need to like rip this apart and just start fresh. So I brought a ton of props with me. They're in my van. I've got my wheel and hand weights and resistance bands and just going to kind of play around and see what I can do. And then I can come back and teach freshly, which I think is important. Yeah, definitely. I think that I, you know, and it obviously, I mean, when the whole shutdown happened, um, there's a lot of like uh, comedians that I listen to, you know, not even just for their com- their act, but like I re- I felt like that's very relatable, you know, like in a way. I mean, we run around to different studios and sub and, you know, try to take on and then you know, like you and I both have our own thing on yep. the side that's, you know, we're trying to to build and everything. So, you know, you interweave uh, teaching from what you're doing and to, like, going to all these different studios. But, like, you know, comedians, they just travel around everywhere. I never <laughs> thought of that, but yeah. And, and they do an act and they, you know, they might do something different every single night or maybe every other week or something. It, I think they, they're all different, you know. Um, but it's very similar you know the message that they try to put together like we try to message and like weave in the sequence and yeah cue the pose and then read the crowd like are they into this okay maybe this is too hard let's back off let's you know well, that's a nice comparison and I never thought of that yeah genius <laughs> well I know I mean I I 
most might think that's a little crazy or extreme, but it it's very true. No, it is. It's very, very true. And, and then when the with the whole break happened, there's some that I still listen to right now. Some have gone back and they're on the road, but, you know, and they have to make a living too. That there's some that, uh, well, one in particular, that he's still on a hiatus. like Just stayed, just yep. stayed on online or whatever. Oh, well, and yeah, or just doing his podcast. Wow. Yeah, just listening to his podcast because – he did movies and on the road and just he's every once in a while, he'll still bring up the fact that like, you know, all that running around is he has a kid and he's like, I'm involved with this kid now. And I mean, he's still married. He's married too, but I'm just saying like, he's now there with them. Like, and he's present and he's like, yeah, I can go to dinner and we can go have pizza Saturday night. And like, I can, I'm hanging out with and, and watching her do her sports and stuff. So it's fun to listen, listen to, you know. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Like yeah. when people kind of, like I said, stepped out of that, this is just what you do. And we're just on this roller coaster or hamster wheel of life. And they kind of just stopped and were like, wow, I'm appreciating this. Or I'm seeing this for the first time. Or mm-hmm. I can really enjoy my children and what they're interested in versus just running through life. You know, on a time, on a schedule. On a schedule, right, yeah. Just hustling back and forth all those places, you know. Um, oh, schedule, I'm so happy it's gone. Like, I feel like my whole life I'm on like, okay, I have to be there at 5 o'clock, which means I have to leave at 4, which means I have to shower by 3, which means I have to do this by 2. Like, all I'm doing is just, like, backing into time. And I'm so excited to be like, that's where you're like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know, I don't care. Yeah. What time are you going to be here? I don't know, 3-ish, 5-ish, I don't know. <laughs> And I'm totally cool <laughs> with that. That's how I that's how I roll. You know, I don't have to have a plan and be like, oh, it's gotta be right at five o'clock. I'm I him and I, I mean, between Jeremy and I, we're we're poor planners with vacations. We just like, okay, we know we're leaving Friday. Just and, go. And just go. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you know, now with our camper, we can even do that a little bit more, you know. Like, There's a lot to be said about the spontaneity, like, you know cool I've 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 started to realize that a lot of cool things that have happened or experiences I've had have all been unplanned unexpected like you can't create magic because it's not magic when you create it like it just it just has to happen it just has to evolve I keep saying evolve. (laughs) it just has to just you know naturally happen and those are the memories like those are the moments that make memories for us to look back on you can't you can't plan them you can't plan cool stuff you know I always say uh anything forced Oh yeah, never works. Never. It hasn't for me in my past. I can nope. tell you that. <laughs> Everything else that has just I just um, organically, naturally let it unfold just works. Agreed. It's that's a very good life tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's pretty crazy, and uh, I mean, going back to um, so you're thinking like six months. Mm-hmm. And I know you're not planning any of this out. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. But I'm just, I'm just envisioning. I'm like, okay, are, are you going to come? Are you stopping back here before you hit PA, or, or I mean, are you going to save it for that that special summer thing? I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. So my friend, I haven't even told Sarah yet, but Sarah, who was on your podcast, yeah. who lives in Bozeman. I was like promising her, like, oh, I'm going to come see you, in Montana, yeah. on the way out. 
but it's so much later because I had to sell my house and everything. So I'm going out like the end of October versus September, which is last year. It's going to be really cold in Montana. Yeah. And also, as I was telling your husband, like, I just bought my new van. I've never, ever, ever had a new vehicle. Not once in my entire life have I had a new car. So now I have this new vehicle and I'm like, I do not need to get in like some accident. I'm new to driving it. It's like 14 feet long. It's real wheel drive. I don't know that I need to go play around in snow this like early into owning it. So I may go visit her in spring. If I do, then I will, it just makes sense to kind of come right up on over here, go through Michigan. Cause that's what I was, I was going to go through Wisconsin on my way out. So maybe I'll come through Wisconsin my way back and come down through the top of Michigan. Mm. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll, I mean, obviously we'll be in touch. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I love that you're able to, to stop on through with the, uh, the brand new van. It's awesome. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's the plus to doing this in your forties instead of in your 20s, because a lot of my friends did yeah. this in their 20s, and I was so envious. Like, I had a friend who backpacked across Europe for two months, and then she was, like, living in Italy, working on some military base, like, creating camps for the kids of the military members. So, like, she's done cool things, and all my friends were doing cool things, and I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, wiping my daughter's ass. <laughs> we're, you know, we're having diaper fest over here. But now... They all have little kids that are like five years old and eight years old. And I'm like, peace out. And I'm older and a little bit more financially, I won't say stable. <laughs> I have I have a little more money than I did in my twenties. I won't sure. say financially stable at all. <laughs> no, I, I I think that this is a this is just meant to be. Yeah. I mean, it, it has, everything has come together. Like nothing was forced. Yes, I've had this idea for probably three, four years and it has changed over time, but like you just kind of have to manifest the intent. You can't get it. You can't be attached to like all the particulars, but just the intent of, I guess, being free. And here it is. Free. That's right. No point intended free, freed woman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they say, you know, nothing in life is free, but I mean, it kind of is this right now for me. Sure. It's, it's liberating. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. That's great. Good and stuff. I'm super excited to finally meet in person. Yeah, I know. Right. Another meet in real life. Awesome. I've had a bunch of those this year. It's been great. Yeah. That is, you've met a lot of people mm -hmm. and in Adelers. person. Yeah. Yep. Well, now, now you just have to do it. You have to have your like sub stock. Yeah, you know? sub stock. That's <laughs> there you a, go. That's a different one. Sub stock. I, I like that one. Yeah. You guys going to the SS? Yeah. I mean, imagine the shirts. Like, oh my god, I can see it now. Oh man, you should just stay here and plan this. Just with plan me. it with you. <laughs> She's like, well, I had intentions to go to California. And I, hey, I have a couple of people who are like dieharders. If they knew that there was a sub stock going on, I bet they would come from Pennsylvania with me up Sweet. here. It's not that far. It's not really, mm -mm. no. It's that Maryland trip from here. Yeah. Would you say it was 10 hours? About 10 to 11. Uh, that's rough. Yeah, because you add in, yeah, because from me to you isn't so bad. But then, because all you do is just cut across the turnpike if you go down 
farther enough in Ohio, cut across that way. But then to get from that point and then cut through either Maryland. Yeah. And then thinking Maryland, maybe even a piece of Delaware. It's another three and a half, four hours. Yeah. Yep. Eeks. Mm -hmm. Well, one day. Yeah. I want to get out there next year. Maybe if KJ agrees to be on the podcast, then you would commit to go and seeing them. (laughs) Just saying. I mean. Just throwing that out there. How bad do we want to... (laughs) Have her on the podcast, you decide. (laughs) No, I want her to be on the podcast. Got to push her. This is like episode 41 right here. 41. What was my first episode? 11, 12? Mm, I don't know if it was that high. I think it was, it could have been 10. Okay. Maybe. Awesome. I have to look it up. And now you're up to 40. That's a huge achievement. That's awesome. I know. I've been, I've been, hey, it's another thing that's not been forced. I took a break. Not really intentionally, but sort of in September. I swear August. So once the season got rolling, it's like a slow roll. You know, it starts it to pick up steam. And then it. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> bam. Like, and I mean, August was bam. It yep. was like over the top. Like the wheels were falling off, rolling downhill. And I I took a, a week uh, break with um, Labor Day. And then I took a little bit more of a break because I I had some edits to do and it was kind of like a big deal and I was still having paddles. It was still good It's season. hard to fit it all in. Mm-hmm. So I was even putting down some guests to be on the show and everything. And when you're the one-man band show right here, I mean, I have my muscle, Jeremy, that helps me with stuff, but I'm like, I'm still doing all of it myself. Yep. And so it is, it's a lot, lot to juggle. So it just became a, a technically a non-forced break, but it was kind of well-deserved and now we're, we're back up rolling. Sometimes you need that. I mean, the, you know, the curse of the blue green algae is what forced me to take a break from SEP at the end of the season, but it was good. I mean, I would have never gotten out of my house. Right. Like not being able to paddle forced me to be like, okay, you're selling this house. So maybe you should start packing up 20 years worth of nonsense. <laughs> 20 years worth of nonsense. That's hilarious. But you, you know, <laughs> life, life lesson. You buy one thing, take out two things out of your house. I swear. From, from would, like here on out, I, I, I am buying like one piece of clothing, two are leaving. Yeah. You, you have to. There's it's, so much. I mean, I, I, I had tons and tons and tons of clothes that I'm like, it fits. I like it. But it's been hanging in my closet for three years. Why? Right. So had a massive yard sale. That was. Massive yard sale. Massive huh? yard sale. Yep. So what you got, the blue algae came in about what time of the season? Uh think that was like the first week of September that it got to like harmful levels oh wow so you know you can go and paddle you're it's not that it's closed you shouldn't be in contact with it but it's toxic to dogs I mean toxic like they could get it on their fur lick their paws and like within 12 hours they're dead Mm -hmm. so you really gotta wash equipment if you're putting that in the lake exactly um if you have someone who has like who's really immune compromised should not be Uh, around it yeah um you know I could paddle in it other people can paddle in it but it's not something you want to get up your nose so like you really don't want to fall in how can I teach lessons have girl scout troops come out and be like but don't jump in the water yes it's okay to get your toes wet but don't like 
So I just, ooh, I just shut it down. I was like, nope, we're just going to be done. What causes that? So um, about 80, I think it's like 80 to 90% of the watershed near my lake is agricultural. So it depends what the farmers are putting on their fields, what kind of pesticides, what kind of fertilizers, you know. So not all of them are using organic (laughs) things, you know. So then you have a ton of rain, which we did. We had a ton of rain this year. And it wash washes all that down into the rivers and the streams, which then come into the lake. So you have a, it's a shallow-ish lake. I mean, I think it's like 54 feet is the deepest. So that's relatively shallow. Extreme hot, humid temperatures, which we have on the East Coast. And then you've just washed in fertilizers and nitrates. And so the algae just, it's just perfect conditions right for that for that blue green algae too and it's not I mean it's tons of lakes across the whole east coast deal with this but I've even I was on a clubhouse and they were talking about some lake in Colorado having this so I I guess it's not an east coast thing I thought it was but it's just whatever can whatever is surrounding that lake or is going to flow into rivers and streams that then flow into the lake can cause it is it literally blue green color? It, you, okay, you know what lush is like the bath bombs yeah. slash bath bombs. If you had a green bath bomb, it's like and dropped it in. You know how it does that like swirly? It looks like paint. That is blue green algae. Ooh, yikes! And it smells, um, and it usually will be at like the little coves and out the shoreline, which is where dogs go. Mm-hmm. So this year it was so bad that they actually like staked. Um, signs all along the shoreline saying like recommended you do not touch the water toxic to dogs toxic or toxic to animals they put Um, Mm -hmm. because people would just disregard and so anytime I would see some of the dog there I'm like look I'm not trying to be a jerk but like I'm a dog lover I will not bring my dog here Mm -hmm. yeah look at me at these hands (laughs) I was I was scaring Luna talking with my hands now I'm breaking your podcast studio. The microphone flies across the room. <laughs> she gets adamant about, don't bring your dog here. <laughs> One time I had to rewind a video to watch myself with keys. I had keys. I worked in a jewelry store and I lost my keys. So I'm like, oh my God, what do they do with them? I'm like, oh, we've got CCTV. I'm going to rewind and watch myself. Wow. When I saw what the world sees when I talk, I'm like, am I landing a 747 on the sales floor? What is happening? I'm like, do, do, do. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Wow. Give you some lights. and Seriously. And then this year I had a helper, you know, an employee for the first time ever. His name is Rez. So he would be like my picture guy. Like I would always teach him like, come on, get some content. And then I see these pictures and videos he's, he's taken and my hands are always like doing something. Oh my God, what's wrong with me? I am like a gesticulation <laughs> addict, I guess. I don't know. That's hilarious. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I feel like we could go on for forever, forever here, forever. We were, I think we started the podcast before we even hit the record button with a bunch of stuff. Yes. Well, that's what we were talking about. Mary Beth and Abivas. What (laughs) happened to Clubhouse? See, I got kicked off a Clubhouse. You did? Kind of. Why? Uh, I don't know why necessarily, but I got, I sent an email in and I was like, Hey, what, what, why am I restricted? They like blocked, they like locked my account. 
I could log in and I were could you cursing or something? Like, no, you- not at all. Like the only rooms I were in were the ones that we did with the paddleboarding club. That's so weird. I know. There was something I listened in on, so I don't know if that's what caused, like, Um, I don't know. Like a taboo topic? They (laughs) speculated that I was under 18 years old. Mm -hmm. Huh. That's what the email came back and told me, and I was like, okay, so you just look at people's profile and speculate that, oh, wow, they're underage. They shouldn't be in here? That's so weird. Yeah, the email came back to me, like, adamant that I was under 18 years old and said, well, we're going to open the platform up soon for um, more, like, you know, young <laughs> For adults. young whippersnappers like you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> and I wrote back something like, well, uh, how did I word it? It was something like, oh, well, th- thanks. Thanks for flattering, you know, somebody that's, like, nearing 40. Like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I just got so busy in the summer. So with well, it- that's another thing. I didn't mind. I didn't care anymore either. But so is that what happened? You guys just kind of. Yeah. I mean, I just it was like week after week I wanted to get on and then I would get booked for a lot of private lessons mm-hmm. during that time. Yeah. And then I just never and I stopped getting the notification. So I figured they stopped doing it. Maybe we should maybe that should be a, a winter thing once I get out to yeah. California. Maybe we can start something. Yeah, that's cool. What's your target uh, date for you think that you will hit California mm, before I was, the first of the year? Or? Oh, yeah. Like, I want to be out there the beginning of November, maybe like the 15th, 14th. So if I take like, was that two more weeks, two and a half more weeks? Yeah. Cool. To make my way out. I, I want to, like, I just kind of messed around with you. I messed around with my friend Nick down in Kentucky. But then, like, I need to make some ground and get out to Utah because I could spend, like... Yeah, three weeks in Utah just exploring. I love, love, love it. I didn't think I would love it as much as I do, but man, it is a beautiful state. Oh, it's really nice out there. <sighs> Definitely. I always loved going out that way, um, you know, right? Even in Colorado, as, you know, and heading into Utah, it's really nice. So I'm super stoked, I think, my Thanksgiving trip, because I'm not a, like a, a holiday fan. I, I hate the holidays, any holiday, uh, probably because I worked in retail for a lot of my life. So this year for Thanksgiving, I think I'm going to go down to Joshua Tree because I've never been there. Oh, cool. And I was like, that would be a cool, like, Thanksgiving trip. Like, get away from everybody and all the nonsense and go there. So that's I think that's a big plan. Awesome. That's sweet. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. That's we, it. We're done. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> <laughs> What's one word you could end with? Freedom! Beautiful. <laughs>